Welcome back to the Eats Pete podcast, the most delicious podcast of the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpott. And Steve Wilson. We're on the road again today. We're here at Clear Fork, the shops at Clear Fork, and we're in B&B Butchers and Restaurant. Guys, have both of you been here before? Uh, I have been to the butcher store, and I, I came to a preview, but I have not plopped down the money yet for a good steak here. Yeah, they have meat and sandwiches in the back. It's a retro deli. They have steaks up front. Uh, later on, we're going to talk to Benjamin Berg, the B of B&B, and we're mm. going to talk to Chef John Piccolino, too. Mm. Yeah, about I was here last night, actually. Oh, okay. Steve yeah. just set up a tent. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 I was like, uh, they, they, I left when they were closing, and, and some of the people are still here. Uh, so. Well, you didn't, have the, you didn't have the Wagyu Katsu Sando. No, no, I tried restaurant week. We're going to have something later called a Wagyu Katsu Sando, and they charge a lot for it here. But we're going to talk about it, and we're also going to talk about some of the restaurant week deals. But first, Robert, you've got some big news about State Fair frying food. The State Fair of Texas, just a few hours ago, at an ungodly hour of the morning, announced its um, Big Tex Choice Awards finalist for 2018. Were they all fried? Let me guess. Uh, actually, they were. Uh, occasionally, you get one that isn't fried. Um, Mansfield Clint Probst, who was a finalist this year, had a... Um, like a goldfish aquarium kind of concoction last year that had uh, like pebbles at the edible pebbles at the bottom, and he won. Uh, they have three categories: best um, best taste sweet, best taste savory, and most creative. And Clint won for um, best taste sweet last year, and this year he is a finalist for one of the more self-explanatory things on the on the uh, among the ten finalists: deep fried shepherd's pie. Deep fried shepherd. Now this is like the prelims. They're still going through more tasting before this actually gets to our. our actually, level. these finalists will on um, August 26th, and it's open to the public. It's $125, but it usually sells out. You can try this food at uh, the Tower Building at Fair Park, 2 p.m. on uh, August 26th, and that's when they will announce the the final. I don't know about deep fried shepherd's pie. Tell mm -hmm. me something sounds a little more interesting. Well, um, I'll. You have something uh, called Bernie's Orange You Glad We Fried It, which is basically a fried orange chiffon cake. Um, the description is much longer than that, but that's kind of the gist of it. Uh, there is a cotton candy taco, which has a taco shell, but it's made out of graham crackers. It's more like a s'mores thing than a, you know, than a, a taco, but it's topped with cotton candy. Um, there's a other things that are a little sound a little self-explanatory, like deep-fried skillet potato melt in a boat. I don't, you know, the boat part is probably what you're just going to carry around at the fair. There's arroz con leche that's um, a sweet. It's not fried. It's rolled in a ball and fried. Oh, it's fried and it's sweet. <laughs> um, you, you have things that sound fried, like they so would fried rice with milk. Okay, right, right. Was the, was, was the cotton candy fried? The cotton, uh, the cotton candy itself isn't fried, but the shell is fried. Okay, is okay. Uh, fried. Um, there's, um, again, something kind of self-explanatory sounding, uh, Stint Fair Funnel Cake Ice Cream. It's actually Fun hyphen L Cake Ice Cream, so it's basically Funnel Cake Ice Cream. Um, things they, that sound they savory. They the trademark on Funnel Cake Things or that sound that the, like they might cake. be savory that land in the sweet category, like Sweet Bacon Bacon, which is a cream-filled sponge cake wrapped in bacon and then dipped in funnel cake batter. Robert, why does the State Fair inflict this on us every year? Is this underwritten by the cardiologists? Uh, you know, when, uh, the times I've gone, and I've been to the uh, the awards the past two or three years, um, people love it. 
Uh, that the, like I said, the awards it's one hundred twenty five dollars, but it almost always sells out. The uh, the money does go to um, the State Fair of Texas Scholarship Pro Program, so you do have a little bit you know charity thing here. But people are going to try the fried food, and if you go to the awards um, when they actually announce the the winners, you're going to find a lot of lines at these uh, at these places, and the lines get pretty long. So it, it, you can get more than a corny dog and. Well, it's, it's all in the tower building, and the, it's all focused on these 10 finalists. So the audience gets to, to, uh, to taste all these fried concoctions. Okay, what's the date again for the tasting? It is uh, August 26th. August 26th uh, in the tower building? Yes, in the tower building, uh, 2 p.m. August 26th. Tickets are uh, 125 at bigtex.com, and uh, like I said, it usually sells out. And then the winner of that goes on to the State Fair, but really all There's, these dishes will be at the State I, Fair. I've... If I'm not mistaken, all the uh, semifinalists make semifinalists, it to the State Fair, right. and there are three winners. There'll, there'll be uh, sometimes there's two winners because sometimes people win most creative and one of the other categories. But there's most creative, best taste savory, best taste sweet, and that's a development. I think I think they only started doing the three categories last year. There used to be um, a couple like big taste and uh, best taste and most creative, but there was some division between uh, the sweet and the savory. And, and this is just ready for big text to say. Howdy, folks. Bring your Pepto-Bismol. And your Maylocks. <laughs> and Tom's. Okay, we're going to be back more with more from B&B &B Butchers, and I think they have something special they're bringing out here, and we'll have Ben Berg with us yeah, in just and, a moment. And it's like, uh, it's deep fried also. Right. right. And <laughs> it's actually the same price as the... And, uh, uh, it's actually a little less <laughs> than going to the State Fair uh, Big Tech's Choice Awards winners. It's a $120 sandwich. Okay, the steak has arrived, and we're kind of looking at this. Uh, it's a, uh, a five wagyu katsu sando, and it's a, a, a special. It's a hundred and twenty dollars special here at B and B Butchers. And Ben Berg is here at the table. He's joined us for this while we, and I think he's going to talk about it while we all taste it. So, uh, Steve, Robert, let's all dig in. And uh, Ben, tell us what we're trying. All right. Well, this is you know as you said, this is an A five Japanese uh, wagyu sando. Um, it's a sandwich from Japan. You have uh, A5, we're using ribeye here. So this is A5 Japanese ribeye um, from uh, Miziaki. And it's panko breaded with uh, mm. deep fried. We make our own in-house uh, tonkatsu sauce, which is kind of a Japanese barbecue sauce. And it's uh, served within um, Japanese white bread, we actually import from Japan, and it's a uh, kind of makes the bread a little different. It's a uh, whole milk bread, and um, it's buttered, toasted, then cut into three pieces, uh, kind of like a steakhouse tea sandwich. You know, in most of Texas, we would call this a hot steak sandwich, and it's right? uh, made with uh, made with ex extremely good steak. Here, we also have if better if you'll um, share the uh -huh. mic. We have uh, Chef Tom Elbasheri here, yeah, and do. Tom. You know, What's different about working with this kind of beef? Oh, you gotta be very delicate uh, the way you cook it. Uh, like you say, we bend, you know, we uh, we bread it with banco breadcrumbs and we uh, cook it in the deep fryer. So you gotta really watch it because, like, it takes less than a minute to be like a medium to me medium rare to medium. If you go over that, it would be well done. It would be like very, very dry. That you lose all the flavor. And what uh, you do these kind of specials, mm -hmm. and you have some like luxury items but what's the uh, what's the appeal of this what's what's special about having things like this that people have an indulgence 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I got interested in the sandwich, honestly, from the Wagyu Mafia guys in Japan and seeing their videos. And um, I tried it in New York, a restaurant just opened up. It's all they do is these kind of katsu sandwiches. And we already carried the meat. And it's, it's you have the opportunity to do it and share it. Um, it's just fun to do. I get excited about new things. I mean... With this kind of meat, it's going to be an indulgent. Yeah, I and, and com- compared to the yeah, New York restaurant, this is kind of a bargain, too, isn't it? Because in New Definitely. York, it's like $185. Yeah, well, I mean, it is all they sell in New York, so I guess they have to make their margin. I mean, the cost on this sandwich right here for us is around 75 to $79, our mm-hmm. cost. And this is something fun for somebody who wants a really nice, yes. exotic I mean, item. Steve Wilson. Yeah, have we described what we what we tasted here? That's I mean, what it, I, well, it's, I it's, want, it's melting. It's, I, it's melting I, in my mouth. I've I mean. been trying to talk to the B and B guys while you all been <laughs> down over here. So uh, now go ahead and, and well, uh, Steve said melting in your mouth. And when I was researching the sandwich, I wrote a story about it last week. I was researching the sandwich. Um, I heard from one of our freelancers. Saw the phrase "melt in your mouth" in Houstonia magazine. With, wrote a story about it. Heard from uh, Courtney Dabney, one of our freelancers. He said the meat the meat melts in your mouth. Steve said melt in your. That's sort of the common denominator behind the description of the sandwich. It came true, didn't it? Yes, it did. Yeah. I mean, it it has such a light feel, and it has a a beef uh, a beef flavor, but a very very. Uh, Delicate beef flavor. There's a bit of marbling. brightness from the barbecue yeah. sauce as yeah, well. Yeah, the amount of marbling also, uh, like a normal steak, you got to leave it room temp before you grill it. Mm-hmm. This one you can't. Mm-hmm. You have to cook it when it's cold. Steve, what did you think? No, I really like it. I mean, I've had uh, A5, um, was it uh, Matusaka uh, at the Japanese restaurants, and they serve it more like sashimi and it melts too, and sometimes they'll do a little hot rock thing where you can cook it. But uh, this is really, really good. I mean, it's a little, it, you know, I haven't had a piece this big. And, you know, it's always been like uh, $50 for three little, maybe an ounce worth this of. This one is uh, about six ounces. Mm-hmm. And in case you're listening, uh, we did pay for this, and they already brought the tickets. So, <laughs> uh, they, uh, we were already cashed out on this. We did pay our way here today. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the, you know, the one thing I think is that, you know, usually this meat for this much can almost be too rich at times. Mm-hmm. But I think the sauce, it cuts it a little bit. You know, we actually do believe, I mean, it's small. You can always have more. But the gherkins are there for a little acid, too, to help with it. Um, but It's small, so you can have two yeah, for, for 120 bucks. Yeah, but, we this, throw, but the sandwich does have a cult following. There are people oh, who are, like, really excited when they heard about this. Oh, yeah, very, I mean, crazy cult, especially with foodies there. Well, now, this is fun. This is this is foodie fun. Now, talk about some of the things you have now that aren't $120. You have some really good restaurant week specials i came and had the lunch special mm-hmm. the other day on sunday you know twenty dollars for uh for a good two-course dinner and then you have the 49 dollars dinners and you're serving full-size portions both lunch and dinner right yes we don't you know we started our menu and it was very successful in houston and we don't want to change our presentation change our size so i mean i feel it's it's good value you know, 10-ounce filet, our fish is all the same size, our burgers are, you know, a normal big 10-ounce burger. Yeah, and that's a 10-ounce filet at dinner is 49 yep. with with a, a appetizer and a dessert. And a, at lunch, it's an 8-ounce filet. Correct. Uh, for 40 it's a markup from the $20 lunch, but mm-hmm. it's an 8-ounce filet 
a nice fillet for for forty with a side, and uh, you know both of those are good. Uh, you know, Restaurant Week is a great way to introduce your restaurant in Fort Worth. It supports Lita Popo of this uh, of all the money. You know, twenty uh, percent of all the check goes to Lita Popo on Restaurant Week, yep. and so people come in. Try your place. They check it out. Then they come back the rest of the year, and it would usually be one hundred and ten dollars, and I mean one hundred and ten degrees right. and hot, hot one hundred and ten dollars. Obviously, I've got dollars on the mind. Talk. <laughs> I should let you talk. Talk about what is going well at Restaurant Week. Um, I mean, last night. Well, we did the preview weekend. You know, this week, um, and it we it went very well. Last night was great. Or you know, I look at Restaurant Week. What are people buying more? It's the fillet. Yeah. I mean. The fillets number one, our steakhouse salad, um, the and the bacon. <laughs> but the steakhouse salad really goes. But I'll tell you, if you do the steakhouse salad, you do the fillet, you're probably taking your dessert home in a in a dog <laughs> bag. I guarantee you will. We we took part. We I did the steak salad uh-huh. and took part of it home. So. Guys, have any questions about B&B? Well, yeah, I was here last night and did Restaurant Week, and my wife and I both had fillets. Uh, my wife had the uh, foie gras, Diane, treatment Tommy. to it, and that was really good. I was going like, okay, next time I'm getting that put on my right. <laughs> put on my steak. But, the, I mean, it's a very generous 10-ounce. I thought it was, uh, you know, I thought it might be a little bit more than that. But I'm going to speak up for the salmon, which is also a very generous portion and really one of the best salmon entrees that I think I've had in Fort Worth. Robert? Well, I, my question is more general about shops at Clear Fork and how mm-hmm. it's going here, because even within this development alone, there's a lot of competition. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I, actually all the restaurants here, I know through my general manager and my chef, they've all kind of like come together. Um, you know, July is always the toughest month for restaurants, doesn't know where you are in the country. Um we saw a dip, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I think there's every day there's more people coming here, more people enjoying, you know, all the new restaurants opening. And I think we're kind of, we're all kind of differentiated a bit, you know. You're not going to show up, but, you know, I don't think you say, I want Maceros or I want B&B. It's either, you you know, you're going for Mexican or you're going for steak. Right. Um but you know, I'm excited for Duck Beast to open, and which know, is which is open now, by the way. I just saw them outside doing their uh, their meeting. Yeah, you're on the same street here with Macero across mm-hmm. the street, Duck Beast down the row, and then at the other end of the block is uh, Fix, and uh, is it Twig across the street? My life. Uh, Twigs right? is across yeah, the street. Twigs across the street. Crew across the street. Crew, crew and crews across here, and so people are starting to talk about which day to go where, and they talk right. about your happy hour menu. That's mm-hmm. one thing about B&B is they have so many different menus. They have a, a happy hour menu that people talk about, and they have an early bird dinner menu. It's like restaurant week year-round. Right. It's a $45, $55, yeah. $55 dinner, uh, very similar that uh, is just an early bird dinner mm-hmm. year-round. So they have a lot of variety and a lot of choices. Um, Back to the sandwich. Back to the sandwich, Steve. <laughs> the one thing I'm really impressed part. with is how well the bread holds up on this thing. It looks just like... Steve is holding, like, it's about the size of his thumbnail. <laughs> and it's, it, it, the bread is still intact. Yeah. The bread is still intact. I mean, I wouldn't... He's doing it. the same thing I was doing. I was taking smaller bites to make the sandwich last long. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the bread, uh, I, would, I just... One, one thing, you know, it's just, it's just so much thought went into this. <laughs> okay, guys, are we going to have cheesecake after this? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> I had the cheesecake last night. So it was, you get that from New York, right? Yes. You get yes. from New York. So. Robert, we need to talk about any other openings. Doc B's kitchen is open and Tricky Fish... Across the uh, across the the tollway here, uh, Tricky Fish is open in Waterside, which is a new Texas seafood shack concept from the people who gave you Razoo's. Um, I'm looking. 
a lot. Oh, well, the, another opening today on uh, to the sweet side is uh, Doughboy Donuts. It was a food truck, and now it has a um, shop on Camp Dewey Boulevard. And Arlington Heights, grand and, uh, yeah. across from Kincaid. Right, right. And uh, grand openings to today. I had to come here first. I wasn't able to get by the donuts, but we'll be there, we'll be by there this week. And um, they're already getting a, a big blow up on social media. I'm seeing a lot of Facebook posts about it. So. Okay, I just finished the last bite of my sandwich. It yeah. was really good. <laughs> yeah, please go ahead and, and go ahead and finish up. I mean, so we're going to have A5 Wagyu and then donuts today? Is that the- Well, I, I'm probably not going to get to the donuts, but tomorrow. We are getting in shape for the State Fair. Until mm-hmm. next week, we'll be, back to, we'll be back here on the East Beat Podcast. I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpott. And Steve Wilson.